what we've got here is failure to communicate. From sunny Southern California, we bring you Meet Bridget, a podcast for building confident communication and female badassery. We spotlight women who have bridged the gaps in their lives by building strong relationships and speaking their teenage dreams into reality. Welcome back to Meet Bridget. For those of you who are new to the show, I'm Asha Gabriel, and together with my COO, Kashia Rosenberg, we run Bridget, a confidence and communication platform for teen girls. Today's episode is a Bridgetymology. Etymology is a study of the origin of words and the way in which their meanings have changed throughout history. Don't you think you ought to do something about expanding your vocabulary? We're all about becoming better communicators, and that starts with having a firm grasp on the meaning of the words that we speak. So, today we're breaking down the word calibrate. When we think of the word calibrate in more of a scientific meaning, we jump to more engineering type ideas as calibrating a machine so it operates on a certain wavelength, or we could also think of it in a little bit more of one of those woo-woo business terms, like when people say we need to synthesize or find synergy is that our team needs to calibrate on this next phase of our plan. The obvious root of the word calibrate is the word caliber. Now, this word interested us because there are two very seemingly different meanings to the word caliber. On one hand, you think about what is this Uh, the caliber of a person's character or the caliber of work that someone's done. You think of the word caliber as a quality or a level of ability um, or a standard reached by something. Your quality will be known among your enemies before ever you meet them, my friend. But then there's also the other definition of the word caliber, which is the gun-related one. Uh, The caliber to a rifle, for example, is the internal diameter or bore of the gun barrel. Carbon fiber, 28 caliber, Maine, China. If you want to kill a public servant, Mr. Maroney, I recommend you buy American. And this perplexed me initially, thinking like, what is the, how can this one word be used for two very different things? Um, One is very physical and one is kind of noble feeling. So we dug a little bit deeper into the original root of the word caliber. So the word caliber came from the Italian root calibro. Uh, Before that, it came probably from one of two of these different sources. In Arabic, the word kalib uh, means mold, and in Greek, kalapus refers to a shoemaker's last So what is that? If you think of a cute little shoemaker in his shoe shop, uh, the shoemaker's last is that um, sometimes it could be wood or metal, but the thing that the shoemaker builds the shoe around. The fact is, sometimes it's hard to walk in a single woman's shoes. That's why we need really special ones now and then to make the walk a little more fun. I loved finding out this fun fact because thinking about a shoemaker, slowly and carefully putting together high quality shoes kind of ties together the idea of the quality or integrity of a thing to this idea of the caliber of a gun barrel. The idea is that the outside quality of something is actually determined by a standard created by the internal quality. What is inside? Gold? Jewels? 
At Bridget, we feel that this idea is so particularly relevant because of the increasing conversations about how we're treating one another, how equality is represented or not represented in our society and what we need to do in order to change that um, and to become a better place for everyone to live. Uh, the idea that the change has to occur on that internal, that shoemaker's last that you're building your shoe around, or that diameter of the gun barrel, which hopefully you're not using, um, but the diameter that determines everything about the function of your final product. So thinking about how can we change those daily things, that, that fixed hard substance, whether it's a metal fast that you're building your shoe around, um, or, you know, the structure of your day and the way that you're talking to your family, the things that really determine what the external quality of your character and your lifestyle become. One of my favorite uh, philosophy quotes that comes to mind, um, thinking of this definition of caliber and calibration, is a Zen Buddhism idea uh, that one of my favorite authors, Simon Sinek, quotes in his books. Uh, I heard it quoted by one of my old acting teachers, but it's the idea that the way we do anything is the way we do everything. That's a lot of words <laughs> that kind of seem vague at first, but if you break it down, it's the way that I wake up and whether or not I make my bed or the way that I talk to a waiter when I'm being served at dinner, that's also the way that I speak to anyone. It's the way that I approach the importance of my day, that we, these small little things that we do on a routine basis actually shape the quality and the caliber of the life that we lead. So going back to that science idea of calibration, let's take a look at an example of how, how a scientific calibration would take place. Um, a really basic example would be performing a calibration by measuring the temperature of a thermometer in water. And you do that by measuring it at the known boiling point, which is 212 degrees Fahrenheit. And then you would learn the error of the thermometer um, based on what it actually reads. Now, in science, calibration seems a lot easier than in calibration uh, in our society and with other people because there are these ideas of knowns, like you know that that boiling point is 112 degrees. But calibration among people is this a lot more complicated and requires calibration with many more people in order to find a version of accuracy. That implies that we are becoming more vulnerable and exposing the things that we build our daily lives around, exposing our core beliefs more to other people and having that be a check system that maybe one of my core beliefs is actually short-sighted or ignorant of something and that I learned that because someone else has shared their core beliefs with me based on their life. Our favorite thing to do at our Bridget events is to get all of the girls talking. We like to get as many different types of girls in the room from different neighborhoods, different families, different schools, and make sure that when we're talking about our different topics of confidence and communication, that every girl is heard and the way she relates to that topic is heard because we learn from what she says and, and how she connects to that idea and so do all the other girls. Now, the idea of calibration relies on the fact that the quality and accuracy of a thing is determined by what is on the inside. Looking at your life, relationships, work, and reality, how are those things being molded as an exterior reality based on your interior fundamental core beliefs? Your shoemakers last. How can an adjustment to your core habits and daily routine shape the outcomes of your life? 
And as we interact with other people every day, how can we go beyond the surface rather than judging people or just knowing them for their external realities? How successful have they been? Uh, what do they look like? What are they wearing? What car are they driving? How early or late do they show up to a meeting? Instead of looking at their external realities, trying to understand what are the core beliefs that they've built their life around? What are the things that they do every day that shape their external realities? And using that as a calibration tool. We don't need to match everybody else's interior realities, but having an understanding that the exterior life we live is a product of our interior molds, that we're each these little shoemakers and we have deep internal caliber that is going to shape our, our daily lives. I, I just love that image and um, had so much fun breaking down this word and we'll always think about that little shoemaker every time I hear the word calibration or caliber and I hope you do too. So that's all for today. Thank you so much again for joining us. Uh, I hope every time you come back, especially to these bridge etymologies, that you get a little nugget, um, something that maybe you didn't know about a word and that every time you use it or hear it, you'll have a little bit of extra meaning um, and maybe a fun fact to share with your, your friends, family, and all the people that you communicate with. So from all of us at Bridget to you and wherever you're listening to this podcast from, have a wonderful day and thank you again for joining us. And that's our show. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe to, follow, and share Meet Bridget with your circle. The best way to help our work here is to rate and review our podcast. We're listening and constantly working to build something helpful for you. Catch you next time. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world.